energy healing and AI? No, I'm not going to chat GPT to prompt it and show me how I can share energy because that's something people do. But what we're talking about this week is customer voice or AI bias, how to listen to the customer, because after all, you know, I'm all about AI people first, right? We want to listen. The first person is the customer. We want to listen to that customer. Then we want to optimize that, take that, turn it into our message, our websites, start understanding and getting this into a process. So see, we can improve every 90 days. And each step along the way I'm going to outline here is based on a really interesting project I'm working on that leaves me with an interesting question. How do we stand out in a world of energy healing, admittedly a niche market, with Healing Yourself in a Narcissistic World? This is the YouTube channel of Joe Cox Jr. It's been kind enough to share this with me. And what we're actually trying to do with Joe is to help him to discover not just his unique message, which is what he brings, but how people can understand that easily. So when we went to ChatGPT to begin this whole process, it sounded really easy, right? You're just going to go and type in a prompt and try to get the keywords that I'm showing you here. Well, what I used in the prompt is here. If you're watching on the screen, if you're listening, I'll read it out. Respond like an SEO keyword research expert. Analyze the text provided. I collected two examples and screen captured them for the purpose of doing this. And I uploaded the two PDFs. I'll put a table, which is an Excel table with three columns, keyword, density, and what's called LSI keywords. Now that's a fancy word. I've been in the business long enough to know latent semantic index and keywords are words or phrases conceptually related to a target keyword. And that's a great little phrase to say, it alerts ChatGPT of some insider knowledge, but also gives you some good results. And you want to put the top 12 keywords in that text. So as you see in front of you, if you're looking on the screen, what we've done is gained the words that are going to allow us to now go out, collect some content on social media and places that are public forums where the website rules allow you to cut and paste. We're not going to take, by the way, personally identifiable data. We're not going to put people's names and things into it. We want to create two to three pages, a collection of social comments, discussions, influencers, finding the people out there and letting that world craft the customer voice for our business who's trying to reach them. And in Joe's case, we found energy healer, negative energy, which is part of what's cleared. Clearing, um, there's a name of a person that we used in the project, spiritual healing, holistic healing. So as you can see, what we're doing is really symbolic of something that should remind you of something here. You know we're all about AI people first. And by starting with the customer first, we've just taken these words, energy healing, and now, in the first part, A, listen, before you even start writing your business copy, if that's if you're into marketing, or before you even start crafting your website design, you need a couple of examples to give an idea of what you're looking at, get them evaluated. But first, we want to take a look around at who the competitors are and what the words mean. So I'll take the word energy healing. And we went to Twitter. X, as you well know, and entered in the world word energy healing. And what you see are a series of results that come up. What you can do is go look through these and look for some of the leaders, find out good discussions, really spend about 10, 20 minutes. What you're not trying to do is become an expert on everything, 
but you really want to see which issues are prompting. And if you get a really good discussion that you can use bits and pieces of, not the whole thing. We're not talking about stealing here. We want you to bring together a few pieces so that we can work with AI to collage this into a customer voice. What do they like? What don't they like? And you can take a look at things like uh, the people that come up and are suggested. Here's somebody with a thousand followers. Here's somebody with a little bit less of a personal brand and has about 14.8 thousand followers. There's another person with a smaller audience, 4,200 to three. Let's see, even on Twitter, that's very strong. And as we look down on the words healing energy, if you're watching with me on YouTube, that's great. If you're just listening on the podcast, I'm scrolling down X and you see a person dancing because there's a song called Healing Energy. So, of course, if we take a word as general as healing energy or energy healing, we need to look at this in both ways and find out what is getting posted about it. So there's some really lovely things with crystals. There's another person dancing. So obviously this song Healing Energy is a big deal on TikTok and things. It gives us an idea of the environment we're walking into so that we don't go in front of people where it doesn't make sense. And so we also start understanding our audience. But I want to take you to the next level. Now, many of you know Mr. Beast announced this a little while back, viewstats.com. You can search any YouTube channel. So see what I'm doing? I'm going to X Twitter. Now, I could do this on my own with APIs if I had technical crew to be able to pull these for if I'm working really big and discover trends and keywords. I'm just trying to keep it simple and then review what you're doing and little by little grow your audience, especially for the startups out there. So as I used energy healing in X as my search, I reversed the words around on purpose. I used the words healing energy, which will get me the same thing in search. But view stats lets me look at the stats of any not any, but most of the bigger YouTube channels. And if you're not in there, you can prompt them to take a look for you. But as we're looking through this, and I'm going to again read out loud here, we have healing energy for the soul, which is a big one. Then a personal brand, Better All, Reiki, Energy Healing and Meditation. Many people are using icons. Notice what I'm doing. How are they representing their brands? But more importantly, I'm looking for the different things that I will stand out on because there's a few personal brands, but many use just iconic imagery. Now, one of the first ones I found was Healing Energy for the Soul is one of the bigger ones because this does a great job of sorting it and got like 10.4 million views and about 59,000 subscribers. And it shows you some data on a graph where you can tell which videos people got it. And as we're looking through this, you can go to viewstats.com if you're listening. These are called Channelytics. I can go to the videos and what will load me, load me are the most recent videos. And then I can also do the most popular I can do the trending ones. You can also, what's really great about ViewStats is this is going to give you a visual idea of how somebody who's very successful is promoting it. And this is really maybe not a faceless channel, but it really seems like it's information about it, where if you take a look at other people, for example, this site came up and I have no affiliation with any of these. I'm looking around. What can I do for energy healing? This is a great following, but she only has about... 2.5 thousand views, obviously much less subscribers, and you know a substantial amount of videos. And you can take a look for similar channels. It will show you this. This is a way to go through the work, to be able to look at what other people are doing, and then be able to adapt your YouTube channel to know how many people you might reach, but more importantly, 
We want to take and cut and paste any good discussions, comments, see what they like, what they don't. This is part of what you do outside of AI. But what I want you to do is add these into two or three pages of comments that you've taken and take maybe 30 to 60 minutes in a week. Do this every 30 days, maybe every 90 days. Review what you're doing, if depending on your workload. But what's important here is that you really need to know something. What you're doing and setting up here is a foundational platform, starting on the words, looking in social first, because that really is the only place that there's sort of free public forums. Again, if you're going to take this content and you're integrating it, you do need to read the website rules. But generally, people who have APIs and let people pull comments and trends aren't going to go nuts if you're adding this into your small document to create it. But you want to check that on your own end because, like, technically, most of the data we have wasn't even asked permission of. And you want to be careful. Don't do this at someone's website. Don't go to Amazon reviews as much as I'd like you to. Their rules say no. But you can take excerpts. You can take small pieces and collage them together into about two to three pages. That's what we're going to take into step two, where we optimize. So now in step in step B, optimize. We want to step in and take all these comments and different things we've gathered, and we want to put them into a document that we can use on ChatGPT. But before I start into that, I have those aside. I went and after my first research and looking around, looking at sites, I found two or three I liked so I could talk to my web developers and say, hey, could you use this site? And then I save those screen captures, usually the whole web page if I can, or print it as a PDF, which is what I prefer to do. Take that out. I uploaded it to ChatGPT. And what I asked it for was, as a website design expert and consultant, evaluate these two examples of websites for energy healing. Note the best practices, what works and what doesn't. Then complete a recommendation for the style, tone, color, and words used for a website to be developed as a competitor to these two. Don't spare the advice and criticisms of the current examples and conclude with a good action plan. What ChatGPT and other LLMs that allow you to are able to read visuals, which many are now, is it allowed me to take what was originally something I'd have to explain to somebody, show it to ChatGPT, have it do an analysis and here's what I mean by analysis. It starts taking a look at a lot more than just what I entered. It starts looking at different sort of examples and things that it's picking up, which I can then, again, having to review it, look what works. So it gives me some ideas about what was working, what it liked about the sites I was sharing, the content clarity, visual elements. Some of this may sound very generic when you're sort of starting into it, but do remember that when you're doing these kind of uh, questions, it's not really always easy for you to be able to uh, stand out and give you something specific. That's why you want to pay for a service. But for me, this gives me content clarity, visual navigation, user experience, SEO practices, and a call to action. That's sort of standard website 101, which is fine but I asked for recommendations. And here's where it gave me the style and tone. Notice that I'm looking for the style and tone, not just of a couple sites I liked, but mixing in the content I have, which is then analyzed, review for tone. And I ask it for a tone, I ask it, ChatGPT being it, to give me feedback on it. So here, welcome and trustworthy, soft, earthy tones. It gives me the colors and the palette, which I can then go to my developer and work on, take a look at what's happening. 
the language, empowering and clear. It had two examples. Um, everything's usual, simple, mobile, keep it like that with an action plan, which by the way, if you're writing a proposal or seeking somebody to help you, having this action plan, here's my design phase, my content creation, my development, my launch and marketing, you at least have the goals to be able to organize this. Now, what I really liked was at the end, I wanted to do some SEO planning. And so I asked it for some feedback on what it liked and targeted keywords. You can see that on the site, uh, the blog post site where this podcast is housed. But what I wanted to do is say, could you create an image of what the new website might look like? And if you're watching on my video, you can see as I click, it creates me a generic in one sense, but actually a quite fluid design in the right colors that I can then bring to my web developer to be able to do the work that I need to do. Now, what's even better is the statement that came up from ChatGPT when I asked it to summarize this in a tone because this becomes a prompt, okay, that I copy and paste and keep. But I asked from ChatGPT and it said, this design showcases a modern clean look with an inviting color scheme and intuitive navigation aimed at creating a welcoming and professional online space for those interested in energy healing. Can you see what we're doing here? We are now could use that as a prompt when designing other sites or giving information about the particular energy healing that's being done here differently. We can now take that with a look and feel, as well as a voice of the customer we've gathered from social posts, and then be able to say, good, analyze our copy from the perspective and make it more like the voice of the customer document. Now take the perspective that you're positive supporting it and give me the positive benefits. Now take this and tell me why you're against it, ChatGPT, take the opposite view, act as the expert who doesn't like it, and give me the things to improve. See, what I've done there is what we call prompt change, where you put a series of prompts together. Everyone's telling you this, and you really want to listen to them, because what's happening is so clear, is that you have to put a series of different prompts. If you're going to do anything to really analyze it, it's very hard to get to the point of one or two prompts. And by making it specific steps in either the development of a customer persona or use this for your ideal customer profile, all this information, the keywords, the websites we've shared, the analysis we've done, now come up and give us an idea of what our ideal customer profiles are. Those are the three things I want you to get out of listen and optimize is to come out with that so that for the next 90 days, or 30 if you're in a really big company moving fast with a lot of immediate and enough data lots, because a lot of us startups don't have that kind of data. You want to step in there and have them highlight that for you and then be able to go and review it and take the same approach in an hour or two. Improve it. Take a look at what's new, what's trending, what are the words? How can we find what we're looking for so that this look and feel, which may be a nice idea, may or may not work? but it does give us an idea of so much towards what our brand will become. Check it out. All driven by the customer voice that we began with by two little words. And so in step C, what we do is we just keep repeating this. Every 90 days, we do a search engine audit of our site. We have it take a look and, and using the same chat so it understands the background of what we've been discussing. Here's the keywords you can see in front of you. So in step C, what we do is keep this as a systematic process that we repeat 
every 30 days if you're really busy and either have a lot of time or have a lot of business because you want to be doing a lot of data. You want to go crazy if you're only getting a few hundred or a few thousand visitors here and there. But if you're doing 10, 20, 50, 100,000, whatever crazy number, of course, you want to maybe do this every 30 days, depending on the volume of data you get. Otherwise, every 90 days, be evaluating this to see what's effective. So, for example, I'm showing you one where I would upload the site and I would say, hey, can you give us an SEO audit? Every 90 days, can you tell us what we're doing right in our targeted keywords? Are we in line with what's going on? Take the tone and the copy voice that you've created. Use that to compare the new words, the new documents that you're creating, the new content, the new marketing, all of it. Use that voice to power it. But even if you're doing that, you're going to run into an interesting challenge. And that's what C really talks about testing and improving is this becomes a habit, just like working out, like any sort of good habit that you develop. So you need to add more sources to the customer voice, content, social, keep evolving, talk to people, reach out to them, DM them. Send them something, because what we're trying to do here is collage voices. You'll see that on the post. I give much more detail on this. You want to bring up a diversity of, of voices. And this is not just something that's a high-level talk. You need to have different sort of people. And you can't pretend you're colorblind and ignore the variables. Are you reaching out to a wide, broad audience? And for your customers, are you so narrowly focused because you're biased or because that's just the way the business is? This is what I want to ask you every 90 days, because it's not if you are biased, in my opinion. It's knowing your bias, knowing your blind spot, knowing places that you might add variables and start differentiating and creating more ideal customer profiles with tone of voice, with styles, with language from those customers and get to know each ideal customer profile really deeply, like two to five when you do this really well. Now, this sounds like a lot of work. Well, I'll tell you what's even more work is just sitting around and throwing darts when the customer voice or AI bias, listen, optimize, improve process shows us what we can do. And with the example of energy healing that we've just done, we went out and we listened on social media to top X and YouTube sites. And certainly I would do much more just for the purposes of this recording. We optimized and be, were able to take that and start crafting copy, getting SEO keywords in line, being able to see what our message is and look at other websites and get feedback on our style and our tone. And then we improve it by doing this process every 30 to 90 days. That's what the customer voice is about. And you know how you get AI bias? By not doing prompt chains, a series of prompts. You want to save those, not just one or two. You don't even want to buy one or two because they leave you with an answer, but you've got to have a dialogue. And as everyone is sharing, honestly, in the business these days, you want to break it down into smaller pieces to give it, especially if you're doing something somewhat complex or building a strategy or trying to find your customer voice. These are nuanced things. So you want to be able to break it down so it can address the problem, the prompt you asked for, and then go to the next one, and then go to the next one. Often I'll have a series of five to 10 prompts that I use, but what's even greater about it is those five to 10 prompts are the result of an ongoing dialogue that helps me improve my business with ChatGPT, but also get that voice so it's so unique. So I'm not looking at competitors I'm listening to my customers. There's a great difference and a great power. And Gen AI is such a help to do that. The AI Optimist. 
My name's Declan, and I'm done. See you next time.